0: BC story Sisters. A
1: story time podcast for kids and kids at heart. I'm your host, Alexa, here with my sisters, Bristol and Charlotte. Say hi, girls. Hi. hi. Each week, we'll bring you a new chapter from a classic children's book. This season, we're reading one of our favorite stories, The Wizard of Oz. And last week, we added our final friend to the pack, the Cowardly Lion, played by our very own VIP. A very important. He was such a scaredy cat. Good thing he's got us looking out for him. Are you ready to see what happens this week, girls? Yes! Chapter 6, The Queen of the Field
0: Mice.
1: As the crew continued along the yellow brick road, they soon came upon a field of the most beautiful bright red flowers they'd ever seen. They wandered into the meadow and marveled at the gorgeous poppy flowers stretching for miles in every direction. Now it is well known that the odor of poppies is so powerful that anyone who breathes it in falls fast asleep. And if the sleeper is not carried away from the scent, they will fall into an infinite sleep. Time out. What is an infinite sleep? That's a great question, Charlotte. Last week, we learned about something that's called a synonym. Do you remember what a synonym is? It's when two words mean the same thing. Right! Today, let's learn about another tool called antonyms. While synonyms are two words with the similar definition, antonyms are two words with the opposite definition. Can you name something that are opposites? Like, uh, night and day? The word infinite is an antonym to the word finite. The word finite means something with an ending. So what would the opposite of an ending sleep be? A never ending sleep? That's right. Ooh, a never ending nap. I know, that doesn't sound fun at all. Let's get back to the story and see what happens. Being familiar with the forest and the magic of the poppies, the Tin Woman realized their mistake, but only after it was too late. Despite her efforts to stay awake, Dorothy's eyes closed and she lay down amid the flowers. Toto fell down beside his little mistress as well. The Scarecrow and the Tin Woman. Not being made of flesh, we were not troubled by the scent of the flowers. But the lion, on the other hand, lay down beside Toto and Dorothy. Time out! What's up this time, Squirt?
0: <sighs> this part of the story is making me very sleepy.
1: I know what you need. What?
0: Feeling better? Yeah.
1: Good. <laughs> now, let's get back to the story. The Scarecrow and the Tin Woman had sink quickly. The lion was much too heavy to carry, so they had no choice but to leave him in a sweet slumber while they scooped up Dorothy and Toto and together carried them for miles through the field of poppies. Finally, they emerged from the flowers and laid Dorothy and the little dog near the bank of the small stream to allow them to sleep off the flower's spell. As the Scarecrow and the Tin Woman settled next to the sleeping pair, they saw from the corner of their eye a great, wild cat, running in hot pursuit of an unseen prey. As the ferocious cat came nearer, they realized it was running after a poor, helpless mouse with no time to think and no friends to think with. The scarecrow very bravely jumped in front of the beast, startling it so much that it stopped in its tracks. The scarecrow let out a fierce boo and frightened the creature, which turned and ran the other direction. It was so loud, it even woke Dorothy and Toto from their deep sleep. The field mouse, which was shaking in fright, peeked her head out from awaking Dorothy and said, Time out! It sounds like it's showtime. Great idea, Charlotte! Let's act out our final part of today's story. I'll play Dorothy, you can be the Scarecrow, and I'll let you introduce our special guest. Gracie!
0: girls Reese has been my B F F since I was a B A B Y that spells baby <laughs> <laughs> Reese would you help us by playing the part of the field now? It would be my pleasure. Then let's get to it. A is for action. You saved my life. You brilliant scarecrow. Oh, it was nothing. And no one has ever called me brilliant before. Tell me, how can I ever repay the favor? Well, there is one thing, but you're just a mouse. I don't know how you could possibly help. Just a mouse? I'll have you know I'm the queen of the field mice. Whatever you ask for, it shall be done. Well, our poor friend the lion couldn't get away from the poppy field and he fell fast asleep. We
1: couldn't carry him away, he was too big. Oh, that is a problem. If they couldn't carry him, however, will field mouse do it? Ah, but your thinking is too small.
0: I may be just one field mouse, but there are thousands in my kingdom. Though we may be small, we are mighty when we work together. We shall find your friend in the puppy field and work together to carry him to safety. He shall be delivered to you shortly. We will never forget
1: your kindness, your majesty. Goodbye. Goodbye! Good thing the queen of the field mice was there to save the lion. She kind of reminds me of you girls.
0: Why?
1: She's small, but mighty.
0: (laughs) Thanks for playing podcast with us, Reese. Thanks, girls.
1: That was fun. You did a fantastic job, Reese. Thanks for listening to ABC Story Sisters. I'm Lexi with my sisters Bristol and Charlotte. We hope you'll join us next week as Dorothy and her crew are reunited with the Cowardly Lion and their adventure towards Oz continues. The Wizard of Oz is written by Frank L. Baum and was adapted for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and was adapted for this podcast by me, with a little help from my mom. If you liked what you listened to, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening, and we hope you'll leave us a rating and review while you're there. For behind-the-scenes and other fun content, follow ABC Story Sisters on Instagram.
0: We'll We'll ABC
1: you later. later! Bye!